This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. There is a lot going on. It's the Joe Pag Show coming your way for a Thursday. We're, uh, we're breaking down the border visits from both President Biden and former President Donald Trump. I've got a rant coming up later on by Rachel Maddow, who I at one point worked with for a week at Headline News, um, who's uh, either she's lost her mind or she thinks you're really stupid. It's one of the two. Because what she says just doesn't make any, any sense at all. And maybe she needs a vacation. Maybe she needs a break. I have no idea. I have no clue what it is that's going on with her, but it doesn't. What she says doesn't make any sense, and it actually, I, I, I like feel like there should be an intervention. It's weird. That is uh, Carrie Lockie. That is uh, Polo. That is Sam. I'm Joe. We're going to get it done for you today, and I've got President Trump, former President Trump, speaking at the border at Eagle Pass. I'll have that for you in a second. I've got one more soundbite from President uh, or the resident of the White House, Joe Biden, where he talks about uh, climate change for some reason. And maybe he's doing it in response to the wildfires. And Carrie, I know that people from San Antonio are going to help fight the wildfires. I'm sure. I'm sure there are firefighters from around the region that are going there and helping. And hearing it's a million, it's a million acres now. Is that what it is? That is right. And just about three percent contained at this point. It is very bad in the Panhandle right now. And as we're watching it, um, I think Biden is alluding to it about how much vegetation has been burned up. It's bigger than the size of Delaware or Maryland. He always makes that comparison. Uh, bottom line is this. It's a real thing going on among real people in real communities. And our prayers are going out. We're thinking about you. And the firefighters are the best in the world in this country. They will go there and they will handle this. So, I mean, that's, that's not okay that this is going on. We don't know what started it. They always try to allude to climate change somehow. And more times than not, we find out that fires like this end up starting by somebody's you know, mischief or somebody just doing something wrong, camping or whatever the hell else it happens to be. I don't know what caused these wildfires in Texas, but I know that it's 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 a, a an unbelievable amount of acreage that is up in flames, and we hope that they get they get a handle on it sooner than later. So I'm going to go to Biden, who is in uh, Brownsville, Texas today. And again, that's if you look at Texas, it's all the way down. It's like the deep. Is Brownsville the southernmost part of Texas? Would we? Well, I mean, it probably would be, wouldn't it? I would say yes. Yeah. I mean, I, that if you look at the map, you look straight down. It's sort of the tip of how far down yeah. Texas goes. Then Eagle Pass again, 300-some-odd miles away. That's where President Trump went. Here is Biden somehow alluding to climate change. All the vegetation gone, then this entire state of Maryland is square footage. The idea there's no such thing as climate change. I love that, man. I love some of my Neanderthal friends uh, who still think there's no climate change. Well, my administration is going to keep building on the progress we've made fighting climate crisis, and we're going to keep help folks rebuild themselves in the wake of these disasters. And we- there is no climate crisis, period. We've had wildfires on this planet since the planet was, was started. 
In the very beginning, been wildfires. Very beginning, there've been floods. Very beginning, there've been ice, and then it melts, and then it freezes again. All that we've got the allegation that comets or something or asteroids hit the planet that caused you know one melting of the of the glaciers. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about as far as his underwear he's wearing today. So clearly, I'm not going to listen to him on climate change when it comes to John Kerry, John Kerry, and him some climate czar or something. He's flying around in his private jet. It's so stupid. When you have these climate get-togethers at the WAF or in Davos, they're all flying in 150, 250 different private jets. They don't seem to care. So when you say the, the his Neanderthal friends don't believe in climate change, of course, we all know the climate changes. We don't believe in global warming. We don't believe that we're doing it through some gas house effect or greenhouse effect, whatever the hell it is, or the CO2 has to be offset by some sort of a footprint. You know, it's, it's pretty interesting. If you really break down what they're talking about, if I wanted to pay a carbon tax for my carbon footprint, then I'm allowed to do it. Think, I Just really think about that for a moment. Let's say... I'm putting down a bigger carbon footprint than the average person in America. And John Kerry and Al Gore and Joe Biden and people like that would have me then pay a carbon tax. So more money to the government just because they say so. How does that fix it? If I give them some more money and I pay a tax on my footprint, how does that make so-called climate change go away? How exactly does that make the happenstance of global warming change? All right, I'm still going to lay down the footprint. I'm still going to adversely affect the climate, according to them, adversely affect the globe, according to them. But they take some money for me or from me, and that makes it better. That makes them feel better about it. So, again, him bringing up climate change at all today doesn't make any sense, because if it was some sort of a response to the wildfire question, which is a good question by a member of the media. I don't know if he brought it up on his own or somebody brought it up, but it's a it's certainly a question that should be asked as you're in the Lone Star State. But for him to make the allegation that is that somehow it's climate change is an allegation he can't make. Carrie, do we know what started the fires? Is anybody saying what started it? Uh, not at this point, no. Joe Biden we seems to know. know. Mm, okay. Uh, that's the first I've heard of it, yeah. So climate change showed up, started the fire, which, mm-hmm. of course, again, no news re- reporting, even those who love Joe Biden, no news reporting is saying that that's the case. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Uh, Lake and Riley was brought up by President Trump today when he was in Eagle Pass. Just one week ago, a beautiful 22-year-old nursing student from Georgia was barbarically attacked, almost unrecognizable, while she was out on her morning run. She was a morning run. She was doing a keep herself in shape. She was a beautiful young woman. She was a great person, best nursing student there was. I spoke to her parents yesterday. They're incredible people. They're devastated beyond beyond belief. But she was beautiful, just so beautiful in so many ways and brutally assaulted, horrifically beaten, kidnapped and savagely murdered. The monster that charged, uh, charged in the death is an illegal alien migrant who was led into our country and released into our communities by crooked Joe Biden. He's crooked. I took the name away from Hillary because she's no longer relevant, I guess. She was terrible, but he is, what he is doing is just unbelievable. Joe Biden will never say Lake and Riley's name, but we will say it and we will remember it. We're not going to forget her. It's been just a horrible story that we've had to live with for the last few days. It's hard to believe. And her parents are just, they can never be the same. So former President Trump, of course, is going to bring up Lake and Riley's name because it should be brought up. You know, again, we burned down an entire city when George 
again, George Floyd was a really bad guy. Horrible guy. Criminal record was committing a crime allegedly when police were called. He had fentanyl in his system. The autopsy shows it was enough to kill somebody. So uh, we, we burned down part of the country and we had riots that were called mostly peaceful as, as entire city blocks were on fire. This young woman dies. And as Carrie brought up yesterday, two others in recent weeks die at the hands allegedly of illegal aliens and nothing. The president didn't even mention her name. Yeah, then you had um, you had Karine Jean-Pierre just say Lakin or Ligon when responding to some question earlier. It doesn't make any sense. And then there's this, where the administration, we already mentioned it last, last hour, that they want to call them newcomers. The newcomers. Well, now there's this. The administration is angry and calling it racist if people allege that there's more crime because of these so-called migrants. Carrie, what do you have? From the New York Post, a Democratic congressman's claimed it is racist to suggest migrant crime is rising following the death of nursing student Lakin Riley as he campaigned for President Biden ahead of a Thursday event at the southern border. This immigrant crime narrative is racist. Representative Robert Garcia, Democrat from California, sent a press call organized by the president's re-election campaign Wednesday. According to the Washington Examiner, it is not true, he insisted. Donald Trump's out here saying we're poisoning the blood of this country and the facts don't bear that out. Immigrants, by and large, are committing less crime. So whenever this narrative comes forward, you know, it's just an untrue narrative. The Biden administration has been facing criticism for its immigration policies and high-profile violent crimes across the United States that have been linked to migrants, even as the murder rate in major cities and the country as a whole dropped last year as the migrant crisis surged. In Georgia, Venezuela national Jose Antonio Ibarra, 26, is accused of bashing in Riley's skull in a brutal attack on the University of Georgia campus. And in New York City, police are trying to crack down on a Venezuelan gang known as Tren de Aragua, members of which are accused of beating cops and participating in a slew of robberies. So there you go. This guy's mad that people are noticing when illegal aliens commit crimes. He's angry at that, and he's saying so-called immigrants are committing fewer crimes than what? Those of us who live here, I'm not sure what that means. Um, and then he says that it's racist because Trump said it's poisoning the blood of our nation. And Trump is right, of course, because when you do it illegally, you are violating the laws that are on the books. You're violating the Constitution. You're ignoring our value system. And yes, we're getting a bunch of bad guys. You know, lately, and Carrie, this isn't me making it up. I mean, correct me if I get it wrong. Mm -hmm. We're hearing a lot about Venezuelan crime, Venezuelan gangs. Yes, those gangs, yes, in New York City, correct. So So how how is it racist to suggest that what he called migrant crime is rising when it is. Well, it's not. Of course it's not. Right? I, I'm not getting the racist part it's, of it. It's their way to shut us up. You're not allowed to tell the truth. If you tell the truth, that's a problem. Now, I, I go back to this all the time because it's my personal experience. In 1980, Fidel Castro opened his prisons in Cuba. And he sent people, and they called it the Mariel Boat Lift. He sent people north, 90 miles, to the coast of Florida. And when they were picked up, this is just 44 years ago. When they were picked up, they were put in a detention center because we didn't know who they were. And then we found out he released them from prison. Now, Venezuela today is much like Cuba was in 1980. It is a horrible country. It is communist. It is run by a strong man, this Maduro guy, who's just, some people say he's worse than Chavez was. 
you've got you've got a country that you have no rights, you have no food, you have no stuff. And those who are the monarchs, those who are the dictators, are the dictator himself, Maduro. They are living high in the hog. They will shoot you in the street if you try to just go and get food for your family. So you've got gangs, crime gangs in Venezuela that are running the streets there. And it's not that much of a stretch to say that people that are coming from Venezuela in these gangs are not di- that different from those who are coming from from the Mariel boat lift when they were releasing prisoners and insane, those from the insane asylums, too, in Cuba back in 1980. What did we do differently? Well, then we locked them up. We detained them. We did not let them just roam in Miami. Now, Lot did end up staying in Miami once they went through the proper process of seeking asylum from a dictatorship from a communist country. And the good people got to stay. Now, there's little Havana in Miami and so on. But having said that, you can't tell me that I'm not allowed to say, hey, I noticed there's an uptick in crime in Miami because of that recent boat lift from Cuba. You can't say, I I can't say there's an uptick in crime when there is from Venezuelan gangs that beat up cops that kill college co-eds and are flipping off the camera as they get arrested. You can't tell me I'm wrong by using my eyes, ears, and nose in seeing what's going on and hearing what's going on and feeling the difference in communities. You can't go out for a morning jog without being assaulted and then having your head bashed in and killed? I, really? You can't go for a morning jog. And I'm supposed to shut up because you're... What's this guy's last name? Garcia out in California? What's this guy's name? Um, yes, Gar- Robert Garcia. All right, so this guy Garcia, because he somehow finds himself to be like those who are coming here illegally, thinks that he's going to fight for them and not for the people of California that he represents. He's going to fight for them more than Lake and Riley and the other Lake and Rileys out there. He's going to fight more for them because he sees them as familial to him. L- let me let me be direct about this when I say I would never fight for the mafia, for the mob, for the Cosa Nostra, simply because they're all Italian. I think they're bad guys. Oh, they're Italian too? So what? They're still bad guys. I mean, period. I don't. You know, want anybody to go easier on them because they're ethnically similar to me. That would be ridiculous. That would be nuts. I mean, how many people are ethnically similar to Jeffrey Dahmer? Do you, uh, did you want him to get an easier sentence and not be dead today at the hands of another, uh, another inmate? No, I think you're probably glad he's gone because he was eating human beings. Doesn't matter what his ethnicity is or what his race is or was. None of that matters. But this guy Garcia, just like the Castro brothers here in Texas, Julian and and, uh, and Joaquin, they think because they are similar ethnically that they should all line up and support people coming here breaking the law, even if they're out there doing bad things. Doesn't make sense. So what do you do to ruin a nation? What you do is you have somebody have the ability, like a George Soros, pump a bunch of money into DA's offices all over big cities all over the place. You pump as many people in as you can who are immigrants or others that are going to vote blue, going to vote Democrat. You own the metropolis areas in the country and you cause anarchy and mayhem. Because eventually, because they don't want anarchy and mayhem forever, eventually they'll come in and say, here I am to save the day. Just vote for me and keep me in power. I'll be your monarch. I'll be your boss. I'll be your king. I'll be your queen. I will help give you safety and security. You can't have any of these rights that you used to have, but you'll have safety and security for God's sakes, and I'm the one providing it for you. That's what they're trying to do. I'm so over idiots like Robert Garcia. Lying. Oh, they they commit fewer crimes than other people. What? So you're telling me the criminals coming in, in gangs from all over the world across our southern border are somehow better people than those who live here already. It's basically what he's saying, and it's not acceptable. 888-941-PAGS, 
7247JoePags.com. Tracy Beans at the bottom of the hour. Don't miss that. She's the editor-in-chief over at UncoverDC.com. Got to remind you about uh, My Patriot Supply. Great company. Working for them uh, or with them for a while. We are collaborating. Going to bring you great stuff by going to preparewithjoe.com. Preparewithjoe. Actually, preparewithpags, it says. I'm going to go with Joe. Preparewithjoe.com. Save $60 on ready hour four-week emergency food kits from My Patriot Supply. Become self-reliant. With a foundation of emergency food. You can trust My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply has helped millions of Americans and their families prepare for emergencies. Their preparedness experts and food scientists dedicate countless hours to curating food kits you can count on in a crisis. Just what you need in an emergency. This kit provides over 2,000 calories every day. Plus, these meals are quick and easy to prepare. Just add water, heat, stir, then eat. Delicious going to get 16 delicious food and drink varieties. You're not going to get tired of it. And it's going to be there for you if God forbid you have a need. Why, why worry about a food supply should something go wrong when you got this available to you? Go right now with preparewithjoe.com. Preparewithjoe.com. Save that money. Your four-week emergency food kit ships fast and free. It'll arrive in discreet, unmarked boxes to protect your privacy from snooping neighbors. Go to that website now, preparewithjoe.com. We're back after this. This is the Joe Pag Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Thanks, I appreciate you stopping by. Let's go to the phone lines. Elijah's in New York. Hi, Elijah. What's going on? Hey, Joe. How you doing? Living the dream, man. Talk to me. So um, I'm all about, you know, uh, these people, you know, new people coming into the country. Because, you I mean, America's a wonderful country, and I'm proud to be a citizen of it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, but they got to do it the right way. You know, the way I see it is, like, if you're uh, applying for a job at, like, a school or healthcare setting, you know, they got to do a background check on you. And as someone that's worked in both of those settings, you know, I've had to be fingerprinted, you know, to make sure, sh- you know, they need to make sure that, you know, they're not, you know, hiring people that are going to cause any harm. Right. So why, why are they just letting all these people just come in here without even checking them? That's crazy to me. Well, it is. And there are laws in place and people can certainly come here. I love that people can come here legally. And Elijah, it's a great question. You have to go through the rigmarole. I have to go through all the processing and, and the proof that I am who I say I am. While you've got people from foreign countries. And thanks, Elijah. I always appreciate the support. You got people from foreign countries showing up and they're getting on planes without any ID. None. Carrie, can you get on a plane without an ID? No, I cannot. No ID. They just say who they are. They get on the plane. They get sort of, sort of a voucher. They fly where they want. They just had my, my daughter flew recently. Told me there were tons of people that didn't speak any English, and they seemed to be from a faraway land. And they weren't even Hispanic. So there's, oh, you hate Hispanics. Shut up. That's dumb. No, she said they appeared to be more Asian or Indian in that sense. And, you know, you're looking at nobody's allowed to ask those questions or else you're a racist. It's racist to say there's more crime. It's racist to say, hey, do it legally. Oh, that's very, very stupid. Extremely stupid. 
Billy, I wonder if you can do it in 30 seconds. I'm going to say I'm going to hang up in 30, so you got 30. Go ahead. All right, man. Hey, I just uh, wonder, why, why is it so hard? I mean, all of these illegal aliens are coming in. I mean, it's it's pretty obvious the the numbers that's coming in now compared to when Trump was here. Why is it so hard to uh, to get the message across? It could be stopped just as easy as it was started. Uh, you know, that's one thing. And another thing, you're going to be in serious trouble with the liberals after talking about Wesley Dahmer. I can see tomorrow on the headlines it's going to be, Joe Pack's making fun of a guy with an eating disorder. Okay, there you go. There you go. Was that worth it? Carrie, was that worth it, do you think? I'm going to say no. He definitely had an eating mm-hmm. disorder, but not one that we would... Uh, I'd get myself in trouble mm-hmm. with, I don't think. All right, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We come back, Tracy Beans. We've got a litany of topics that we'll talk about. And uh, next hour, you're not going to want to miss me playing this audio. It's a long piece of audio and video of Rachel Maddow, who just seems completely insane. Give it here. Joe Pags.